Warning, the following podcast is a shit show, and the individuals you are about to meet are idiots. Their opinions, anecdotes, and advice contain zero nutritional value. This is the critical human condition and all of its strangeness. This is life, according to an idiot. And welcome back to According to an Idiot. I am your host, Jeremy, and sitting across from me is your other host, Kaylee. Um, I know you don't watch Big Brother. Mm-hmm. But Never would. I, I love talking about Big Brother to you, mm-hmm. even though you don't like to watch it. But they just had the finale um, this last Wednesday, and it was so good. And now I'm like dead set on applying for Big Brother. That's right. You wanted to, for a while. You're trying to get me to apply too. Yeah. I don't think I would. May I don't think they would see me and be like, "We got to," unless for like. He's going to be so bad, we need, we need to get him on. Right. When you first like told me, like, hey, I want to audition for Big Brother, you should too, I immediately, first of all, got anxious and was like, <laughs> oh, like I imagined the reality of me actually getting picked. And I was like, right. oh, okay. And Can I started imagine- looking up the challenges and like, I couldn't do that. And I, again, I have never really watched the show, but most of the show seems like it's based off of forming clans. You're, if I'm getting this right, you're, you're locked inside of a, a property for yeah, so basically several you, weeks. They have a house mm-hmm. and... It starts off with, like, 14 people or something like that. But they're all inside the house. They don't have any access to, like, social media for three months. And every week, there's two competitions. The first one is an HOH. What does HOH stand for? Head of household. Okay. So, like, the HOH has all the power in choosing on who could possibly be eliminated. And then there's a veto competition. So, like, if you're on the block and you win the veto, then you can take yourself off and somebody else will be replaced. But, like, the way the show has kind of been going is it's more of, like, let's all be friends. Like, if you were to backstab or deceive, they take it as, like, a negative thing. Okay, I got you. Right. So, so like, it's like that millennial thing of, like, he's a bad guy because he did a bad thing. Yeah. You can't, you can't respect the sport of it. So, like, if we were finalists mm-hmm. and everybody was voting for me or you to win, mm-hmm. and say I was, like, super cutthroat, I stabbed everybody in the back, mm-hmm. but I made it super far. Yeah. And let's say, like, you kind of coasted. You didn't really make any moves. You didn't um, really do much. You just it's almost like, like you can see into the future. Right? <laughs> it's just kind of like... That's exactly what I would do. <laughs> you ended up at the end. By no, yeah. by no real ability Just destiny. Of it's yours. random destiny. Yeah, so you just kind of ended up there. Whereas, like, I had to, like, claw mm-hmm. my way to the top, essentially. But yeah. they would choose you to win because you didn't hurt as I'm many nice people yeah. as I did. Yeah, because you're a bitch. Because I'm a That's bitch. Why. But yeah. I, I'm determined to audition and get on the show, and I want to be fucking brutal. I want to cut throats. Yeah. I want to, like, backstab as many people as I can. Like, I just want to have, like, fun with it. You know what I mean? <laughs> but at the same time, I think None of back. that sounds like fun. It sounds like you're a sociopath. <laughs> I have, like, a whole strategy. I think you'd be good because there is, there is something cutthroat about you. Yeah, your, you only, your, your only weakness is the fact that you have had surgery on your hips. But I did have surgery, so. Right. Right now, I'm invincible. I got an iron mind and an iron hip. Someone's going to bring a magnet. Right, and then that's it. Destroy destroy you. (laughs) I feel like I would either do one of two things in that. I would do, like, I would coast. I would be too nice. I would, three things. I would either be too nice, (laughs) I'd either be too nice, and I'd get backstabbed and abused. Mm -hmm. Or I'd coast and somehow end up near the end. Or I would, at some point, be able to rationalize becoming a complete sociopath. Mm -hmm. because there is something in me 
Yeah. And I don't know what it is. I don't like it. But there's part of me that just like, have you ever just told a lie? And you're like, why did I do that? <laughs> yeah, I, just, yeah. I just lied yeah. for literally no no, no personal gain. I, I just I do wanted that, to lie. I do that about weird, useless things. Mm-hmm. Like the whole bullshitting. Yeah. And like I'll always tell the truth afterwards. Yeah. <laughs> or someone will be like, oh man, did you see that one movie? And I'll be like, yes. Yeah, and I do And then I'll that. be like, why did I say yes? I didn't even, <laughs> oh yeah. And then and I'll, I'll bullshit with them like. They're like, what was your favorite part? And like, you know. Hard to say for sure what my favorite part was. But right. I probably have to say like just all of it, dude. Mm-hmm. It was great. What was yours? And then I'll be like, yeah, I love that scene too. Yeah, was, well, I, yeah, that's how you do thinking, it. You turn thinking it around of it, first. Yeah, thinking of it now, that's probably my favorite. Yeah, I have to agree <laughs> with you. Yeah, I definitely yeah. saw this movie. That's definitely like the best lying tactic is to like turn it around and mm-hmm. see what their answer is. So right. that way you can like manipulate so yours is like mm-hmm. on par. That's why. That's so why. It's like fake connection. That's why politics, like for, for example, getting topical here, the Brett Kavanaugh <laughs> trials. A lot of times politicians and you'll see even Judge Kavanaugh do it where they'll answer your question with a question. Right. And it's a way to divert and also, like, get more information on your opposer. Mm -hmm. So, I mean, I don't know. I mean, I'm no Brett Kavanaugh. You certainly are not. But I feel like I can be deceiving in the way that... I I feel like I come across as, like, a Zoe Deschanel. I feel like in a game setting, I could, like, totally alter my personality to just be, like, psych. (laughs) (laughs) Yep, that's uh, more like psychopath. Right. Well, I yeah. think that I think anyone oh. who is mildly familiar with this podcast would immediately be like, "Oh yeah, don't don't trust that person." Right. <laughs> something something that's mildly assuming. unhinged about that individual. That's assuming like people in the house listen to our podcast, which right. I feel like is well. This is this podcast is beloved across uh, countries. Russia. Russia. Thailand people thailand some people in thailand several members of my family are aware of its existence Mm -hmm. they don't listen but they're aware of it right have you okay have you listened to the news at all today no have you heard about Lindsay lohan no (gasps) oh it's it is she like you already know Lindsay lohan's like crazy she was dealt a rough hand she's crazy um well she she is very good friends with herbie the car it's true. So I it's gotta crazy. Res- gotta respect her. <laughs> gotta respect her for her love for Volkswagen. Mm-hmm. But she basically was in um I think it was in London somewhere. Um I don't know exactly where, maybe it was like Russia or something. But anyways, there were some Syrian refugees and they were on the street and they just had like a blanket. You know, they obviously didn't have anywhere to go, were like homeless and she was in her car. She's, like, live streaming this on Instagram. Oh, boy. She's in her car, and she's like, guys, I need you to see, like, how sad this is and, like, how much they this family needs help. So she gets out of her car, goes up to this family, and, like, is recording them, like, with her phone and is like, oh, my God, like, do you guys want to get in, like, a hotel? Do you guys want to come to my hotel room with me? Do you guys, like, want to watch some TV? And there's, like, two little kids, and the kids are like, yeah, yeah, like, I want to do that. And the mom's just like, sure, whatever. And she's, like, speaking in, like, fake Arabic. Who is? Lindsay. What? To, like, these people. Yeah, she's, like, doing, like, Yeah. But, like, it doesn't mean anything. Uh. I guess that's a... She's, like, you need to work harder to protect your children. You should be a hardworking woman so that you can provide a better life for them. They shouldn't be out on the street like this. It is freezing. So they get up and start leaving, like, walking down the street. And Lindsay just, like, starts trailing them. And so she, like, goes to, like, grab one of the kids, and the mom just punches her in the face and leaves. 
And then Lindsay Lohan puts like the front facing camera on and it's just her like, I am so shocked. Like, I'm shocked too, yeah. Lindsay, you know? She thinks because she knows Herbie that she's a big deal, but you know what? Right. Herbie just because even... you have a twin and because you, you twin, get to just, bring your parents together because, doesn't just, mean that you can fix every household. Just because your dad is Dennis Quaid and your best friend is a, is a sentient love bug <laughs> doesn't mean, doesn't, doesn't amount to a hill of beans in this world, Lindsay. Okay. Time to grow up. I have a really, uh, I have a really interesting fact for you. Do you? Okay. This is almost like my own little version of Science Corner, but it's not. I will. I'll make sure that it isn't actually Science Corner. Have you ever heard of the baculum? What is it? It's the penis bone. Oh, okay. Some baculums are spiked or barbed. Some are curved, and they aren't necessarily proportionate to an animal's body. For example, a gorilla's baculum is just a few millimeters long. And a dog's can reach up to three inches long. We're one of the few mammals that don't have a baculum. Like us and spider monkeys are the only primates that don't have baculums. Interesting. Anyways, pretty much what scientists think it's used for is that if, um, like a like a, if a gorilla can stay hard longer, it can produce more offspring. Mm. You know, right. so it's like a survival tactic. Like a men's survival tactic in humans. Is if a man sees, like, if he has sex with a woman mm-hmm. and then he sees another woman right after, he's able to, like, get, like, hard you know, again. What's the refractory period? His yeah. refractory period is much shorter. Say it's 20 minutes. Mm-hmm. If he had sex, you know, finished, and then he saw a different woman, that time would be much shorter. Let's say, right. like, five or 10 minutes. And then it's yeah. like, I can re- reproduce much more if there's other women, you know, just like get my bone back. Like, and also, I think I might have already said this, I don't know, but. The reason why in a lot of relationships, the man becomes significantly less interested in the woman after three months is because that's when typically the first trimester begins. Right. And so, so it's that's, like they're ready to start. They're ready to go leave and find another mate. It's, right. That's pretty crazy. So, well, really quick, just to finish off the baculum thing. Oh, it, it, sorry. This, this baculum stuff goes deep, okay? No, I, pun, I, no pun intended. You, Did you get what I said? Uh, this baculum thing goes deep. No pun intended. Ooh. I need you to laugh so the audience thinks it's funny. <laughs> I ignored it. I know you did. For good reason. Okay. So what? Well, the reason why scientists think that um, we have lost our baculum, mm-hmm. we at one point, ha- our species had it, mm-hmm. but um, us developing into a monogamous species uh, lowered the need for it because okay. we stuck with one mate. We're only having like a couple kids. Also, this goes back to the Bible. You want to hear about this one? Yeah. Okay. Jesus had a baculum. Hell yeah. <laughs> yep. That was his own. God was like, nobody else is good enough. But Jesus, you're gonna have a goddamn bone in your dick. Right. I got a bone to pick with you, Jesus, and it's a maybe baculum. that's how the lady got pregnant without having sex. It's a baculum that she would still have to have sex. <laughs> so, a 2000 letter to the editor in the American Journal of Medical Genetics, jointly written by a professor of biology and a professor of biblical literature, theorized that Adam's rib, which was made to create Eve in the in the creation story, mm-hmm, mm-hmm. was actually his penis bone. The Hebrew word selah, also translated as flank or side, is actually a mistranslation of a Hebrew euphemism for baculum, and that its removal from Adam in the book of Genesis is a creation story to explain its its um, lack of existence in humans. So what what's the story with the snake? What's the story with the snake? Right. It's yeah, like, so, in the so the snake story, is like, oh, stay away from apples or something? I don't fucking know. Yeah. So in the creation story, there's a guy named Adam and Eve. And Adam says to Eve, hey, no, well, first of all, it's just Adam. <laughs> well, I thought God was like, yo, don't have an apple. 
And Adam's like, I'm super lonely. And he's like, here's a, you with tits. Yeah. And then he's like, don't get the apple. And then Snake's like, get the apple. And then Adam Adam with tits was like, I'm going to go get the, I'm gonna go get the apple. And she's like, okay. He gets the apple. And then all of a sudden, everything bad starts to happen. I believe it rains so Adam, and fire happens. Adam's dick was basically like, hey, Eve, you want to go get an apple? She's like, yeah, I want an apple. And he's like, ooh, yeah, go go get it. And I'm going to like stick my penis in it. And then God was like, gross, Adam. Here's yeah. some like locusts. You're absolutely here. I'm disgusting. I'm going to rain some frogs on you. Blood's going to come out of your eyes now, you <laughs> piece of shit. You're disgusting. <laughs> I knew I never should have created a, a woman out of your penis. <laughs> so I do actually have like a science thing. Okay. One that I thought was interesting. All right. This is going to be what's... Dive right into this science corner. Ooh, science is cool, and today we are cool. Boom. So this one I saw, and I was like, whoa, common misconceptions. Woohoo! <laughs> <laughs> awesome. So, you know, I'm like, um, when the Black Plague was a thing, and like rats, you know, gave Hell yeah. people illnesses and whatnot. Mm-hmm. So like people and like farmers and stuff would have cats. Because they thought, you know, cats would eat, catch the rats. Would catch the rats, and they yeah. would stop the spread of plagues, and mm-hmm. um, you know, rats would stop eating like food and whatever. But actually, it turns out feral cats are quote pathetic at controlling New York City's rats. Really? Yeah. Why? Do you know, why? Why are they? Because cats kind of suck. So let me see. Um, they basically recorded a bunch of cats on video to see how they would, like, catch rats on, like, subways and stuff. And basically, they just didn't. They rarely killed or even chased rats. Cats, I guess, typically prefer smaller prey, like birds and mice. Well, the rats in, in cities are huge. Right. It's like so. a, adult rats in Brooklyn are ten times, like, the weight of mice. They see a rat and they're like, fuck that. That thing's like me. So for 79 days, they recorded these cats. Only th- only hmm. three rats were killed in the 79 days. Wow. Thank you, Mayor of New York. Yeah. The crime rate has plummeted. You know there's still cases of the Black Plague? Like really? every year? Well, it's curable, right? I don't think so. What? I don't know. I think because I know in like the like Antarctica and like places and mountains and stuff, mm-hmm. there's like frozen... Um, bacterium like, yeah like bacteria that have the black plague and so people like every year will get like a case of black plague god that's from wild. like from like it being frozen and yeah. then like mountain climbing and stuff jesus i know isn't that crazy can you imagine if you're just like i'm gonna go hiking today hey, and I- kaylee how, how is the hike oh mm-hmm. it's great it's awesome i did however catch the bubonic plague right. <laughs> so I've had the bubonic plague. Speaking of blisters, you wanna let's let's dive into a new segment of Tinderellas. Tinderella? Would you mind if I spread Nutella on her butt and ate it? So just a quick refresher. Uh, Tinderellas is a new segment that uh, we do where uh, I collect the uh, strangest bios <laughs> I can find on Tinder and then I read them off. Mm-hmm. Uh, so let's start. Okay, Stephanie says. I'm sorry for my mom's being the one that I was bad when I did the last time she got the same way as the last one my mom's came. What? Can I read that? <laughs> yeah, go ahead. I'm sorry for my mom's being the one that I was a bad day when I did the last time she got the same way as the last one of my mom's came. Um, Stephanie. Stephanie, come on. Stephanie, come on. What's going on? Come on. Okay, here's another one. Olivia says, 
don't ask me to quote-unquote send nudes. Take me out on a date, buy me some food, and try to get me naked at the end like a fucking gentleman. So here's a, uh, so there's, basically, there's a few I'm things not, that make this problematic. All right, it's like I'm not trashy enough to send nudes, but I am trashy enough to have sex on the first date. <laughs> <laughs> right. right, and also, okay, I think there could be some blurred lines with how she says, "Try to get me naked." Uh, yeah, like a fucking gentleman, which then kind of negates the Girl, gentleman by right. saying "fucking." Well, how do you how do you get somebody naked as a gentleman? It's like, please, woman. I respect you, and I wish to see your titties. I wish to experience your areolas fully. I have a baculum, and <laughs> I would love to stick you with it. Yeah. And she's like, y'all, hey, y'all mind if I stick you? <laughs> right, and she's like, that's all I needed to hear. Yeah, but trying to get you naked, that sounds horrifying. Right. Well, he it's, took it's me home like and he tried to get me naked. He slowly like reaches his hand over and unbuttons one button, and she's like, what are you doing? And he's like, trying to get you naked and she's like can i see your baculum first can you just answer this one question are you a gentleman okay this one this i think this is very traditional i like this one a lot this is emily mm-hmm. emily says where are my strong country boys at if you're not afraid to get your hands dirty swipe right and i'll show you how to ride a horse yay and then the last sentence is i also enjoy holding <laughs> <laughs> Like, that's it? That's I, all it is. I also enjoy holding. I just want to, just, just so there's no confusion about her saying, I'll teach you how to ride a horse, there's a winky face after that that I didn't include. Uh, not not an emoji, like an old style, like, flip uh, phone winky face. See, like, the ones that scare me are when they're like, hee hee. Avoid those at all costs. <laughs> Avoid hee hees. Or the, like, I love being spoiled. Or like, like yeah. I don't have fucking money right. to spoil myself. Or like, very, I'm very, like, I'm all sass. Yeah. Or like, I'm crazy, but in a cute way. Uh, like, the what? like dudes profiles that are like, if you can't, if you don't know how to take a joke, then, then you, you can can't sw- take my dick. Right. <laughs> <laughs> He's like, I'm a sarcastic asshole, and if you can't learn to accept that, then I'm sorry for you. And it's like, mm, you oh. sound like a you. Douchebag. Sounds like a cringe, cringe lord right there. Sorry. See if I have any more. Do you have any spooks? Oh, I have a spook squad. Okay. Ooh, 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 a spook squad. So, so this one, this one actually is, uh, it's actually true crime. Okay. And I gotta say that it is quite disturbing. So I'm just gonna put a trigger warning here for anybody who it it does involve, um, child murder. Yeah. So uh, yeah, buckle up, get your get your family together. Let's 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 do some spooks. Okay, so the mysterious vanishing of Pauline Picard. Lay it on me. On April 6, 1922, two-year-old Pauline Picard disappeared from her family's farm in Brittany, France. Fuck. Sorry, off to a bad start. <laughs> when a kid goes missing, the French village where the Picards lived quickly began helping Pauline's parents search for the girl. What time era are we in? I said it's 1922. Oh fuck. Okay, sorry. It's a, it's a Small village in France. Okay. Over 150 of the villagers helped comb through the family's farm and the surrounding woods, but the little girl was nowhere to be found. Assuming the worst, the Picard family faced the you know very possible reality that um, the daughter had wandered off unsupervised mm-hmm. and you know got snatched by a fox or something. Uh, but a, a month later, police arrived at the Picard farm. They showed the parents a photograph of a little girl found in the town of Cherbourg. Or Cherbourg. I'm not sure how to pronounce that. Mm-hmm. Roughly 200 miles away 
from their village. And the parents were like, yeah, that's our kid. That's that's Pauline because it looked eerily similar to Pauline. So they hopped a train to Cherbourg, Cherbourg, whatever, Seaborg, mm-hmm. <laughs> uh, to reclaim their child. But I can the- hear you like swallowing. I love drinking spit. I probably drank, when you think about it, I probably drank more spit than I have any other liquid drink. Yeah. When the Picards met the girl, they were less than certain it was their daughter. She looked strange, like an underfed carbon copy of their own kid. After all, the girl didn't even speak the same language. And despite the uh, like the parents showing her like the affection you would show your daughter, the girl didn't seem to really recognize them. Mm-hmm. She treated them the same. She like reacted playfully the same way she would with strangers. How old was the kid? Two. Oh, okay. She was two. Um, But she could speak on the farm. Right. The Picards decided to bring Pauline home, assuming that she was just like malnourished and traumatized from the 200 miles that she she hiked to get to this place. Um, So, okay. So based on like there's a lot of conflicting newspaper reportings for the next two weeks. This this covers a three-week period. Mm -hmm. Over the next two weeks, some papers say that um, the girl did speak French. Some people say that she was just babbling, like baby babble. Mm-hmm. Some papers say that the Picards expressed like uncertainty, like we don't know if something's weird. So the main issue that was bothering the Picards was um, how their daughter had gone so far. Mm-hmm. Like how, because when you think about it, it's like that's not a kid can't walk 200, 200 miles. Like, 200 miles. That's yeah. ridiculous. Within like what span? It was like a week, right? No, it was a month later. Oh, okay. But still. Still, yeah. You're, you're two. You can't. Right. What, are you going to, like, hitch a ride with somebody? Right. Like, like, how are you being fed? Yeah, exactly. Are you hitchhiking? (laughs) Um, Their whole thing was, there's no way that our daughter could have gotten that far. Perhaps they were right, because, I want to say, a week later, a cyclist discovered the small, mutilated body of a child near the Picard's home. The corpse was naked with Pauline's clothes folded neatly beside it. And, this is really dark, the body was missing the head, hands, and feet. And next to the body, not far away, was the severed head of a man. Oh, yeah. It's like, how did he know it was Pauline? Just because, like, it was the, the body of a t- it was body of a two year old girl, and it was her clothes. So they, right. that's the thing. Okay. That's that's where the uncertainty comes from. Is they had to assume that it was Pauline's right. body. That's so weird. Yeah. So the village was thrown into like this media circus again, and there were essentially three questions that needed answers: was who is the dead girl? Who did the head belong to? And who is the girl that the Picards had? brought home mm-hmm. so here here's here's one of the biggest suspects was this guy named christoph caramon he was an umbrella salesman who had worked for the family and he had eaten breakfast with them the morning of the day that pauline had gone missing mm-hmm. and he was super affectionate and like kind of a little bit obsessed with pauline he was like always kept on cuddling her Ew. and he even said that he would quote find a good home for her in another town like jokingly what which doesn't sound like a joke so uh, despite how fucking creepy that is, he had an alibi that checked out, so they, they didn't look into him any further. And there was a few other suspects, but again, there was no concrete evidence to tie anyone to why they hadn't found the, that body before in the first place. Mm-hmm. Because they had combed through all across that property, 150 right. people. And it was like on the family's farm property. So they, there's no way that someone would have right, missed wouldn't, it. Wouldn't, yeah, wouldn't have seen it. So the conclusion was basically like, okay. Pauline probably just wandered off after a tantrum, got lost, succumbed to the elements or animals or, mm-hmm. you know, God forbid, whatever. But police were saying, like, well, if she was eaten by animals, animals would not eat the head, hands, and feet. Right. They would go for the guts. They would go for the guts. A local priest even said that um, the fact that the body had surfaced in an area that, quote, if someone had lost a wallet, it would have been found. 
So accepting the reality that the body was their real daughter, the Picards sent the strange child that had lived with them off to an orphanage. Then they gave her the name, I believe it's like uh, Marie Pauline. So okay. they, they named her kind of after their daughter and then sent her off to like an orphanage to be raised. And she ended up uh, dying of measles like a few years later hmm. in the orphanage, unrelated. So the body of the child was buried in a family plot uh, under the name Pauline Picard. And the death date was listed April 6th, 1922, the day that she had vanished. Wow. Freaky, freaky stuff. Most of it is completely unanswered. Why was there a right. child that looked just like her so far away? Because that child had also just appeared in that town. And then, first of all, why were the hands, feet, and head cut off? Mm-hmm. And why were the fold? Why, who folded the clothes neatly next to the corpse? And whose head was next to the body? And none of that was answered. Gross. Disgusting. I love stuff like that, though. It's like, it's like nah. never, un- never solved. Yep. But I feel like there is some like just weird stuff like that that can never really be explained, mm-hmm. which is both infuriating but also just really fun. Yeah, it's like ghosts or aliens or demons or worse, or... just people. Right, or just people being awful. Yeah, which is also I think that's true. A, that's a that's when you think about it. We're at a point and have been for like a hundred years in society where we don't need to fear animals or nature really, unless you right. live in like Tornado Valley just or on other. the coastline. Our main fear is other humans. Right. It's definitely true for me. Mm-hmm. I am like super paranoid about people. Yeah, you are. Yeah. I, I, I but am. but I mean, again, I mean, not not to sound, I mean, I think this is an understandable thing to say, but like women have to be on guard mm-hmm. for a lot of their lives, which reminds me of another point I wanted to make. I heard this really interesting quote similar to that. This is a quote by Sally Kempton. When men imagine a female uprising, they imagine a world where women rule men as men have ruled women. Mm-hmm. I think that also can apply to why some, some men Mm -hmm. didn't and don't like the idea of gay men getting married Mm -hmm. and being open and acceptable because they think I'm going to start getting harassed by men the way that I I harass women. Right, right. You know what I mean? Men are afraid of women making fun of them or rejecting them. Women are afraid of men killing them. Yeah. 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 I mean, it's terrifying. We, we exist on two different planes in terms of what we worry about, mm-hmm. which is really, I, I feel sad for that. Like, I imagine someday I'm going to have a kid and I'm terrified it's going to be a daughter because I will be so anxious about her existence in yeah. a world where it's like that. I listen to a lot of like true crime podcasts. Mm-hmm. The killer is almost always a man. 99% of like homicides are men. 98% of like assaults are men. The gender A woman will just poison you and you'll die slow. A man will mash you up and <laughs> eat you well, or also, something, like, you know? Like really irritates me when I see is like on social media and stuff when men like have a daughter and they're mm-hmm. like, oh my God, like I never respected women. Since I've had a daughter, I like respect right. women now. And it's like, you had a wife? <laughs> you, <know>? <laughs> <laughs> you had a wife and a girlfriend right, that you right. that you used to make this child and only now you respect women? Well, I think I think there's some I mean, yeah, that's ridiculous. But if that's what it takes to make somebody truly also, empathize, I mean that's it's fucked up and it's it's like it's so like to get cold, all but... men respect women, they all just have to have daughters. <laughs> yeah, that's exactly <laughs> I'm just saying if that helps somebody, if a normal empathetic man already knows that, right. already respects women. But for those dudes, that breed of guy that doesn't and can't for some reason, it's probably just not a very empathetic person in any regard. Right. If that's what it takes. So they shouldn't be re- reproducing? Probably true. That's a good point. 
but you know, then you get into eugenics where it's like who should and shouldn't be producing. That's his own thing. I just think that if that helps, when you have a kid, I'm told it's like it's a part of you walking around. So you're way more hypersensitive to things. Right, exactly. Way more aware of the struggles. So, you know, it is what it is. And so accompanied by that thought Mm -hmm. of men fearing, not just men, but people fearing minority groups rising in power. Here's a quote to think about. (laughs) When you've only known privilege, equality feels like oppression. Boom. Boom. Mic drop. Suck on that. Suck on that toe. Listeners. Yeah. Yeah. So I'd also like close off this nice long podcast. I want to introduce a new segment. (sighs) Oh. Ah, Riddles. I'm going to tell you a riddle and i'm not going to tell you the answer until the next episode okay yeah the next episode got, the next episode you gotta like stay tuned if you want to hear this answer okay beep. we have to wait the whole episode yeah fuck okay yeah well you, you'll, you'll tell me when we turn the mics off yeah. though right <laughs> the rest of the people won't know though they have yeah, to wait a whole week know. Ha-ha. Ha-ha. okay all right so imagine you're in a room with no doors no windows no vents and basically no way to get in how do you get out? Kill yourself. Not a good answer. <laughs> That's not the answer, but if you did enjoy this podcast, be sure to subscribe on SoundCloud, iTunes, and YouTube. You can also ask us questions um, at our email, according to an idiot at gmail.com, or you can ask us on Twitter at Idiots Accord. Mm-hmm. And we also have an Instagram called According to an Idiot. Yep. Perfect. Beautiful. Boom. We're now weekly. So feel free to listen to this. Ask us some questions every and, week. And be a part of be a part of the show. Don't sexually assault people, please. Yep. Don't cut off children's heads. Do definitely don't <laughs> do that. And Lindsay Lohan is still garbage. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. Sorry, Herbie. Herbie's shaking his transmission in shame. Ooh.